Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassCenter.com. Today is Sunday, December 10th, 2017. This is episode 172. Selfish family intentions toward teachers. One of my greatest students of all time is the youngest of three children. He's now in college studying to be a professional musician and doing exceptionally well. His two older sisters both have gone on to have incredibly successful professional careers in their own right. Without a doubt, the three children in that family, while they are radically different in every way, shape, and form, with three completely varying personalities, It is because of the great parenting they received along the way with plenty of tough love, but reasonable parents with reasonable expectations, which reasonably expected them to work hard. This family invited me to come to their home to privately tutor this particular student for many years, nearly six years. And over the course of that time, in addition to teaching the student, I got to know them extremely well as a family. They're a very, very special group of people. And I am a better human being for knowing them. But there were two incidents that happened which changed a lot of things for me and sealed the deal for me in understanding how parents view teachers, particularly and most importantly, in relation to their own children. One incident was when the, my student was a freshman in high school and he had just racked up a freshman year for the ages as far as music goes. He just competed in countless auditions and placed exceptionally high in all of them, netting some first chairs, first place rankings along the way, and being lucky enough as a 14-year-old to be able to play in ensembles with 
<clears throat> equally gifted 17 and 18 year olds. It was a great year. But something else happened. His ego. And someone who was so mild-mannered and so quiet, unbeknownst to me, started to become obnoxious. And it got back to me. I found out from some of his friends, some of his closest friends, they just came to me and said, Mr. R, he's just being a jerk. And he is being really egotistical and speaking down about everyone at our school because he did this and he made it into this and how much better he is than everyone else. <laughs> and the one thing that my, my students know about me is when you do well, I will let you know. But when you mess up, I will let you know, and it will usually not be in a very cuddly, fuzzy way. So I went over to his house, and his parents were both elsewhere in the home. And I got into his living room, and I started to talk to him about all of his accomplishments. And then I said to him, I said, so do you talk in school at all about all these accomplishments and things you've been able to do outside of school? Now you gotta keep in mind, most of these accolades were sponsored by his music teachers at his school. So I wasn't the sponsoring teacher. I happen to be his private instructors, but they actually sponsored him for a lot of these auditions. Not all, but most. And I said, you know, do you talk to the, the students or anyone? And then he started to talk a little bit more. And I said, well, no. I said, do you, do you talk about the success that you've had? And he kind of put his head down and he knew he knew someone had to have spoken to me. And he said, well, I guess I kind of haven't been too nice. I proceeded to unleash on him for the next, oh, it had to have been at least a half hour tirade on being modest and being humble and being grateful and never coming off as being egotistical or better than others, especially when you've been blessed with talent that others may not possess. Yes, absolutely. You have earned these accolades. Yes, absolutely. You did put in the hours upon hours of practice and you executed everything I asked you to do. But who do you think you are acting this way towards people? Did I teach you to act this way? Did your parents raise you this way? 
about 20 minutes into the tirade, I looked to my left. My student had been to my right. And I don't know why I looked. I just felt something. And I looked to my left. And in the archway leading to the living room, I saw his father. And he was right there. He had been listening for I don't know how long. And I'll never forget it. He looked at me and he said, Oh, don't mind me. You just keep going. He needs to hear this. And I just continued. I knew at that point that these parents didn't just value me as a teacher. They valued me as a role model. They valued me as a human being. But you see, there were two parts to this. I had said there were two things that happened. One of them was this particular incident. But a short time later, the mother and the father said to me, you know, when our son started taking lessons with you in elementary school, he always spoke about how important you made him feel. You made him feel and how wanted. But little did we realize when we attended one of his concerts, that's how you are with all of the children. We truly believed that it was just with our son. And we find it amazing that you do this all the time with all of the kids. You make them fe- make them all feel special. And I knew right then and there this was a special family. But it did something else. It comes back to the topic of today's podcast. Selfish family intentions. And I've said it once, and I've said it twice, and I've said it a thousand times, especially to newer teachers, to teachers who are inexperienced. I've said it to teachers who are experienced. Never believe for a minute that all of the families of the children you teach love you and adore you and would do anything for you. I assure you that is not true. Because I was one of those teachers who believed that to be the case for a very long time. And over the course of my career, whether it's happened to me or it's happened to dozens, hundreds of my colleagues, if something doesn't bounce their way, if 
if something happens to their child, whether it's something like this type of story that I shared in teaching a child between right and wrong or a grade they may not care for or that 79 that keeps them off the honor roll, the 89 that keeps them off the high honor roll, the accolade in school they didn't deserve. How quickly things can change. I naively believed, because I do have a very strong rapport with my students, I firmly believed and naively that their parents all felt the same way. Why wouldn't they? I'm doing all of these things for their their child. The other teachers are too. Some of them perhaps more than me. <clears throat> but I have so many colleagues that have gone completely out of their way. And you say to yourself, wow, the parents must be very appreciative. Don't be so quick to assume that. And I'll tell you one of the biggest things that can pull the wool over your eyes as a teacher. Never believe that gift giving is a sign of being beloved. Most of the parents that I have had the strongest relationships with, people I know I can truly trust, people I know truly care about me as a person and me for what they I've done for their child and for the other children in any school setting. Very few of them have given me gifts. Very, very few. I can tell you this, while it's wonderful to receive gift cards around the holidays, I would conservatively say 80% of those who gave me those types of gifts, or gift cards, whatever it was around the holidays, they had other intentions. And sadly, they were being selfish. There and I know this because I've spoken to families about this. So don't think I'm just coming out of this out with this from left field. I've spoken to too many families about this. There are people with certain belief systems. Because I don't want to it's not fair for me to classify people by a race or a creed or a color or a religion. I'll just simply say there are people with specific belief systems where they must do something good for the teacher to stay in the teacher's good graces. So they're able to use the teacher in any way, shape, or form for their child moving forward. 
I have a news update for all the parents out there who are listening to this. It doesn't work that way. It certainly doesn't work that way for me. Not once in my entire career has it worked that way. You could give me a $1,000 gift card. I'm not going to treat your kid any differently. I'm not going to treat them any differently than a family that simply doesn't have the funds to be able to do, do something like that. Because the last time I checked, I don't judge people by the amount of money they have. I don't judge people by how they look. I judge people by their actions. I judge people by the good things that they do or don't do. So I don't have any issues with people giving me gifts, but please, if you're going to give me gifts, if you're going to give any other teacher gifts, know what your intentions are. Because I can tell you if your intentions are to do something to get into that teacher's good graces or to be able to do something special for your child, I can assure you more times than not, you're going to be unbelievably unsuccessful. Almost every teacher I've ever known in my career does not work that way. And it's selfish and it's really not right. It's not right to do something with the intent to only serve yourself and your child and nothing else. I am much more appreciative of parents who bluntly say to me, you know, Mr. Rosenberger, I have to be straight up. The only thing I really care about ultimately is my child and his or her grade in your class. I would much rather have a parent that just simply says that than the shifty, shady nonsense where they try to do something with other intent. Over the course of my career, I've taught in numerous school districts, and everyone has been completely different. The, the, the school populations have been so different, socioeconomic backgrounds in the areas where I've taught. I have taught literally every uh, race, creed, color, you name it. Kids completely poverty-stricken, kids with living in multi-gazillion dollar homes, urban areas, white suburbia. I've seen it all. I've been through it all. There's been one consistent thing. This episode topic I'm referring to, it's consistent across the boards. It doesn't matter where you go. It just doesn't. 
In some places, it's more prevalent than others. But it's always there. And it's too bad. And if I'm the first person to ever discuss this topic, so be it. I would much rather a teacher hears this and knows this rather than blindly be fooled and into thinking that they have a parent who truly cares about them. I've had parents before who, be, who have begun, be, become so chummy with me and they really didn't care about me at all by things that occurred. The most reprehensible situation I ever had, and this is a true story, uh, it's disgusting, but I have no problem sharing it, of how some people can twist and spin things for their own personal gain. One of the districts where I worked, I decided to move on because I had other opportunities which arose and I decided to move on to another district. And I had been in, I had been with this one particular family for a long time, three kids in the family. And they were to say they were well off was an understatement. They had a lot of money. The area where they lived in their town, they had a lot of money. I had left the district to work elsewhere and I had a bunch of people who were very upset that I had moved on and, and understandably that for selfish reasons because they still wanted me to be the child's instructor like I'm fine with that I don't mind that at all but for selfish reasons where the only thing that matters is me being the teacher and you don't care about me as a human being that's a completely different situation and one of the three children uh was very, very musically inclined. And as it turned out, my birthday was coming up. So the mother contacted me, said, you know, could we talk on the phone? I said, sure. I gave him a call and, oh, we, we, we miss, miss you, wish you were here and so on and so forth. And we spoke for a long time on the phone. And what I didn't realize it was that this parent was hatching a plan. And what it was, was to throw a party for me, which is noble, it's wonderful, made me feel great to know that they wanted to celebrate my birthday, considering that no one had ever done that before. I thought it was gonna be great because I'd be able to run into people who I hadn't seen in quite some time, students, parents. And again, it had nothing to do with gifts. That's 
that's the that was the least of my concerns. It was just simply an opportunity to connect with everyone. So I went to the house and actually I have to backtrack. Before I went to their house, the family <clears throat> sent out an invitation. And the invitation was to this birthday party they were holding at the house. And I asked yes or no if you would like to attend. And this went out to hundreds of people. Now, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize exactly how much this family, more specifically the parents, were disliked by the community. I knew that they had some detractors, but I mean, everybody does, I think. But I really didn't know how much they just were not liked because they were phony individuals and they used people. Well, on the bottom of this invitation, there was a link to take you to another website to be able to make a donation for their oldest child for a trip they were going to, wait for it, in Europe for three weeks. This was going to be a music trip for three weeks in the summer. This is a family that has more money than you can imagine. I mean, they're not filthy rich, but they had a, a lot of money. And they're looking to offset the $5,000 cost of the trip by getting donations. And they put this in my birthday invitation. And I contacted the family and specifically said, what is this? What are you doing? Oh, we thought, you know, you, you were going to be coming here and, and this trip is coming up. And I'm saying to myself, like, what human being does this? What human being throws a party for someone with the intent to try to look and, and, and even things out. So you're going to buy me the big cake and spend this much money on it and buy these snacks and these beverages and you're going to get this much money, but you're going to be able to ultimately net $400 out of it and you're going to be able to... I mean, I can't believe that people think like this. And it's not the first time it's happened in my career that a person was trying to use me and use others for their personal gain and for their own children. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Now, I've been talking about this entire time, all these horrible things and horrible people doing these types of things to teachers. There are many wonderful parents out there amazing families. Again, I can't stress that enough. But I've been around the block for too long and you have to know that this is the case, which leads me to my next point. I ask you to exercise the utmost caution when it comes to parents 
and having any type of friendship with them. Because now that I've had some time to think about it and I've moved on with my career, I am incredibly selective with people I get to know well and people in my inner circle. I do have many people that I've met along the way that I still keep in touch with and their parents have been truly fabulous human beings, good people. But the phony ones, it's it's rather uh, astonishing to me. I simply caution you to be careful, to be alert, to be aware. When it comes to social media and it comes to different types of invitations, the friend request type of thing on Facebook, I would avoid it altogether. I really would. Treat it the same exact way that you would treat that type of request from a student because they are nothing more than an extension thereof. And if you want to be friends with them when the student is now graduated and out of the district, not out of your school, but out of your district, and at least 18 years old, fine. Otherwise, be careful. Hopefully this has been helpful to those teachers out there and... I hope that at least one parent has listened to this podcast and realized, wow, uh, maybe I should save my money and spend it on something else because I I have to tell you, I just don't know many teachers. I I don't, you're not going to be able to buy the grades for your children. It just, it's not going to work. It just doesn't. Uh, I, I, I have just not met in my lifetime anyway, I've not encountered any teacher that's been that unethical to go with a, a, a Gucci bag to be the reason why they child gets an A instead of a B. That's just craziness to me. So again, hopefully this has been helpful. Uh, as always, the best way that you can uh, compliment any podcaster is to uh, share, share, share with others and uh, hopefully you'll check out some of my other podcast episodes and be able to take uh, bits, advice, bits of advice uh, over the course of my 20 plus years in education. I wish you all the best.